Welcome to Are You Afraid of Ghosts? This is our mini episode, number three. And our mini episode uh, is not about a particular location or any particular topic. This is just where I share ghost stories that I've read that are not tied to each other, but I just think they're pretty darn scary. Hope you like them. The first one's called Hauntings in Vegas. I was visiting my best girlfriend in Vegas last year, and she has a gorgeous mansion in Henderson, Nevada, 10 minutes from the Strip. The first night, I woke up to the feeling of being watched. But more than that, I was sleeping, but saw a dark, shadowed man leading over me. I figured it was a dream and went back to sleep. The next day, I told my friend, and she confessed that her place was haunted. I believe in that stuff, but brushed it off. We went out for lunch, and when we came back, all my stuff in the closet was thrown onto the floor. Apparently, the closet is where it likes to stay, and it was angry I put my stuff in there. Still not believing, I figured it was her little brother or something. I put my stuff back and went to take a shower. That was a bad idea. While I was showering, mind you, there are no vents or air conditioning or windows in the bathroom. The shower curtain blew in with full force into me while I was taking a shower and scared me. Took all my courage to open the curtain, but nothing was there. However, the steam on the walls was dripping. I wasn't even taking a hot shower. And the condensation was red. I went out to the main room and my friend was sleeping. I asked her if she had opened a window, but she wasn't even awake, so she couldn't have. I went back into the bathroom and there was a swirl drawn into the steam on the mirror. We go about our day and I tell her all about this. She's shocked and simply says, I guess he doesn't like you. He's never been that bad with other people that have slept over. I really think it's because you are Catholic and you're wearing the cross. I once tried putting candles and holy water in the room, but he knocked stuff over when I came back in. I'm thinking, what am I doing in this house? They moved into the house a few years ago and everything was fine. Then one night, my friend woke up to the smell of something burning. She walked around looking, nothing. She got back in bed. She woke up again to her closet light on, balcony open and overhead lights on. That's not all. The fire alarm was going off. She gets up, opens the door and the alarm goes silent. She figures someone is burning something outside. She was sleepwalking or something and gets back in bed. Again, the alarm goes off. Then the one in front of her mom's room alarms and they smell the burning smoke and burning hair smell. Her dog at this point is going nutso, barking at the closet and then running out of the room and barking at her room, not going in. This went on for hours until she went into her mom's room, went under the covers, and slept it out. Ever since, things have happened daily. Finally, it was time for me to go, and it was my last night there. Go to bed, no problems with the balcony open, but a large rock holding it partially open. I go to sleep. I wake up around 3 a.m., really bad time for evil spirits, and all the lights are on. The television is blasting, and my friend is sound asleep, so I know she didn't turn anything on. Her dog is staring at the closet, frozen. The balcony is wide open, and the rock is outside on the balcony. If you're thinking it's the dog, this rock weighed at least 25 pounds. 
I was freaking out, but just kind of tried to keep calm because he knew when you were scared. So I got up and talked to him saying, if you want to watch TV, that's fine. I'm turning down the volume so I can sleep. That's all. I turned it down and went to sleep. That was my experience in Vegas. And I know a lot of other people have had weird things happen in Las Vegas. I believed in ghosts before, but this unexplainable. The next one is scent of a ghost. I don't know when I actually started smelling ghosts. I do remember when I was a kid, I would smell all kinds of things that no one else did. Onions cooking, flowers in the dead of winter, unfamiliar perfumes. My mother never used perfume because she was allergic. And sometimes I'd wake in the middle of the night smelling apple pie. All these scents and others, my young mind passed off as imagination since I was told that's what was happening. As I grew older, my interest in the paranormal grew also. I discovered that I wasn't alone in smelling these phantom scents. The term for this type of mediumship is clairalliance. I would like to recount some of my most recent experiences with this gift. While living in the house where my Christmas ghostly stories began, I would often get a whiff of an open fire, that earthy campfire sort of scent. Even in the summer, when here in the Mojave, You'd be insane to even light your phony gas fireplace, and open burning is prohibited due to the drought. When we moved to the house where the Christmas ghost story continues, on several occasions I smelled the scent of what I can only describe as burnt roses, like a rose candle that had been snuffed. This year, on my dad's birthday, Father's Day, and the anniversary of his passing, I got the very distinct smell of Old Spice his choice of aftershave. My husband doesn't use Old Spice, and we didn't have any visitors on those occasions. In February or March, I began to be awakened by the scent of what I thought was cherry blossoms. This continued for a couple of weeks. It was plenty of time for me to check out the neighborhood to see if I could discover the source, but it was too early in the year for blossoms or flowers of any sort to be blooming. I would wake to the scent and start sniffing everything. My husband, my pajamas, the sheets, the blankets, the dog, myself. Then I'd get up and start my nightly trek around the house, sometimes on my hands and knees, sniffing the carpet. Then one night I'd stayed up fairly late because I was off the next day. Here's a copy of a post in a discussion group on Facebook the next morning. So I stayed up last night way beyond my normal bedtime. I was lying on my stomach, right hand tucked under me, left arm above my head, facing left. As I dozed off, the clock read 2.07 a.m. We live in a gated community of old people, so we had some of the windows open. A few minutes later, I heard a couple of men outside laughing and talking, and what sounded to me like a very small dog barking. So I got up to investigate. My chihuahua got up with me. And as I watched him, trying not to stumble over him, I noticed a bunch of little black blobs about the same size as him running and playing with him. I was still hearing the men outside and was feeling very groggy, stumbling and avoiding the blobs, thinking to myself, wow, shadow puppies, lol. And my dog frolicking around my feet and down the hall. I made my way to the living room where there were all kinds of little blobs jumping all over the furniture and running around and generally wreaking havoc. So I yelled, how the hell many of you are there? And suddenly out of nowhere, I felt a bang against my stomach. 
like a small child slamming into me and wrapping their arms around my waist. I looked down to see the top of a child's head, their face buried in the pit of my left elbow as I hugged and stroked their hair with my right hand. Who are you? Who are you? A muffled name like Roshan, Roxanne, I asked. As the name left my lips, I opened my eyes, and I was in bed in the same position as I described above. I looked at the clock around 2.16. One detail that I thought was insignificant at the time was that as I entered the living room, to my left was a large bush that I batted away before I yelled at the puppies. The thing about this experience is I felt the impact, felt her hair, her breath on my arm, her arm squeezing me, etc. The next day I did some research on a name I associated with Roxanne. I don't want to go into detail as I feel I shouldn't reveal the exact name out of respect to the child and her family. Suffice it to say that this child had been abducted, raped, and murdered by a friend of her family's, lured away from the comfort of her bed with the promise that she could play with this puppy, that's very sad, which she adored. As her father was passed out drunk on the couch and her mother was out at the movies for the evening. This is pretty tough, guys, to read, but her body was found in a scrubby area beneath a blackberry bush covered with dead blackberry brambles. I feel was smelling. I was smelling blackberry blossoms. The most recent event happened about two weeks ago. I was in my bathroom cutting my hair. You don't do that, girlfriend. I started smelling a foul odor, so I turned the exhaust fan on. It didn't help, and the odor continued to worsen to the point where I was gagging and lasted for at least two to three hours. Now, understand that bad smells don't bother me. I'm married with children, after all. <laughs> My son and daughter came over, and we went to the shore. After we got home, I went back into the bathroom to color my hair. The smell had disappeared by this time. My husband and son went somewhere, and then he took my son home. Um, when he returned, he discovered the door to the hot water heater wide open. It has a slide bar lock, and the pilot light was out. We live in a manufactured home, similar to a mobile home, so the hot water and heat pump have their own closets on the outside of the home. There was no one working on the gas lines. No one had used the other bathroom. Trash had been picked up earlier in the morning. No drain cleaner had been used in the drains, and there wasn't any wind to speak of that day that was strong enough to open the locked door and blow out the pilot. My dog slept soundly through it all, so if a person had done it, they would have been alerted. If this was, as many would believe, an evil entity or demon, I think they didn't stick around because I was more curious than scared. In fact, I had no sense of fear whatsoever. I found it very odd and interesting. This one's called sleep, sleep paralysis or a demon. This happened in early March or April, but I had taken a new sleeping pill, but it didn't seem to be working. So at 11.30, I got up, used the restroom, and came back to my bed. The moment I lay on my back, I had, this, I had left this world. I couldn't not move, breathe, or speak. Commonly known as sleep, sleep paralysis. My jaw was locked as I tried to scream. In my left ear was a horrible roaring, like some creature out of a movie. In my mind, I saw myself dancing with a man, a man in clothes from another century, as was my gown. When that image faded, I saw an ancient 
cathedral with tolling bells in the distance. Eventually I was able to open my eyes. It was as if my body had been released. But to my horror, at the foot of my bed was a shadow, thick and black, seeming to have no shape. Yet I saw a bald head, large dark eyes of obsidian, and a leering grin. He, or it, just stood there, and I closed my eyes for only a second, but when I opened them again he was gone. I looked at the clock. Midnight. Only a half hour had passed, yet it felt like seconds. I was so scared I could only lie there under the covers, not daring to look back at the foot of my bed. I don't know what he or it was, or why I've experienced sleep paralysis all my life, when the average person only has it about twice in their life. I've researched the topic many times, from the legends of a witch sitting on your chest to the incubus that like to stalk the women at night. Being an insomniac, I have never fallen asleep as fast as I did that night. I want to know more about what I saw and experiences. experienced. The last one's called Scratches and Bites. Recently, on Tuesday, June 19th, I got out of the shower and was drying myself off, and there were bright red marks on my upper thighs. More on the right than the left. They may have been red be because of the, hot water, the shower water. They were about 20 in all and at the time, and a few of the 20 were on the sides of my hips. The longest scratch was about four and a half inches, and the shortest one was around two inches. On Wednesday, June 20th, more scratches appeared. Now at least 30 scratches adorned my upper thighs and hips, still more on the thighs than hips. On Thursday, June 21st, around six more appeared along with a supposed bite mark. The longest mark now five and a half inches. The bite mark, a crescent shape, frightened me to no end. It is Friday, June 22nd, in the afternoon, when I am writing this paragraph. The scratches are white now, but as most scratches, turn red when I shower. The bite mark looks a lot like a scar, though it was clearly new when I got it. I also have a new mark that looks like a birthmark that I have never seen before, on my upper thigh, where some scratches and the bite mark branch out from. I searched my bed thoroughly for anything sharp, but nothing was there. The marks tingle if you press on them, but don't hurt. I do have a dog, but he's small, and not only can he not get on my bed, but his nails aren't nearly sharp enough to scratch me like that. I have had paranormal encounters, and in the house I live in now, something feels off. I hear loud banging noises that no one in my house made. The poster next to my bed hanging up normally makes soft tapping noises, because of the AC blowing it into the blockers next to my bed. But recently it hasn't been it has been banging violently for no apparent reason. We did not change the AC settings. This is not a hoax, I assure you, and I am very frightened. I'm a very frightened 13 years old. Oh, she's young. Please no trolling, but I will definitely be open to helpful comments about the type of ghost and treatment options. Now it's the Monday, June 26th and yesterday my best friend, the only one I told about this, Yahoo messaged me and told me that three scratches appeared on her upper thigh. She has less of a chance at getting them naturally than I do. I trust her to not lie about something like this, but I don't know how this is possible. And what scares me more is that she gets freaked out because strange noises are in her room also. Could I have transferred the ghost onto her by telling her about it and asking her for her help? 
This was from an app called Haunting True Ghost Stories. Hopefully I didn't scare you too much. Good night.